Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pat, a, a valiant comeback effort for for the boys in Seattle last night. Yes. Uh, came up a, a run shy in the ninth inning. You know, we love to uh, we we have commentators that love to talk about Sonny Gray not giving in. He's one of those veteran pitchers that doesn't give in. Sometimes Sonny, you have to give in. And uh, when it's a three-one count, you got to throw a strike, Sonny. You got to give in. And uh, he's uh, with uh, he's, he's trying to throw the perfect breaking pitch on the outside corner, and the umpire, the plate umpire, didn't give him that pitch this far off the uh, off the corner all day long. Uh, Jim Wolf, you weren't getting; they weren't giving you that pitch. So even if you made that pitch three inch, uh, half an inch off the outside corner, you weren't going to get it. You got to challenge somebody once in a while. You got to throw it over once in a while. It was he that was completely self-inflicted that uh, that uh, uh, performance that he put on yesterday. He's uh, I, I think I'd trade him. I not just because of that, but I think I'd move him. Uh, you know, and uh, try to get something for him. And he's not going to be back here next year anyway. And he might. I think uh, I think I was the guy at the All Star break who said the the pitching. The hitting might not get any better, but the pitching is going to get has to get worse because it's been so damn good already. So uh, that that seems to be a little bit of the case now with the starters. So. Uh, on the on the hitting front, Byron Buxton has one hit since the fourth of July. Yeah. Yep, one for thirty-one. He got three hits on the fourth of July. Remember, he was, he was hitting a lot a lot of loud outs, and we figured it was cured, and. Uh, God Almighty, it's 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 unbelievable. You gotta sit him, don't you? Come on. I mean, what what's the what's the object of batting him third? You give him a couple of days off and and tell him to go take BP uh, before the game at one o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah, you can't you can't run him out there. It's uh, in the middle of the order, killing you every time he comes up. It's uh, it's brutal. Three more strikeouts yesterday too. How many have we figured out? How many strikeouts in those thirty-one at bats? Gotta be fifteen, doesn't it? Uh, let's see. I got it in front of me here. Let's uh, let's. Do we have enough time in the show for me to count well, them? Let's see. Here, well, one, nine. two, three. There's nine, ten, sixteen strikeouts. Sixteen strikeouts, and uh, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, by coincidence, I was trying to uh, track down uh, some info on what's going on with Miguel yesterday, oh. and this is this is Miguel at his worst, isn't it? By, by far, I mean, it, yeah, worse, worse. It, it's Miguel at his worst right here. I don't know what you do. I really don't know what you do. You get, you gotta, 
you know, they don't have the guts to not play him and they don't have the guts to bat him seven. You can't, you know, come on, show some, uh, show some intestinal fortitude, Rocco, and bat him seventh at least. Don't you think I, he, he I would understand him. too? Like, yes. I, you know, I put him, I'd, I'd give him 10 days off. Yeah, well, I would do that too. I mean, that would be another, I, I'd tell him to, you know, I'd have him go over to St. Paul and have him try to hit, you know, he didn't even have to play, just have him hit uh, live batting practice for 10 days and see if he can figure out what planet he's on. It's, uh, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's just, it's as bad as I've ever seen from, I've only been watching the twins for 63 years and this is as bad as I've ever seen from any hitter. And they, they've had some, I mean, it looks like Blylevin hitting. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like Blylevin yeah. who, who would go three, four months without a hit, but he didn't, you know, he hit three times a game. So. Anyway, it, it's, and Julian yeah. is a is the poster child for a guy who is desperate to DH. <laughs> I can't watch him play second anymore. I'm not sure if you guys saw mo- most even, of last night's game. It's incredible. Even uh, even when he makes the play, he's surprised. He doesn't, you know. He, he, what was the one? He, they hit it. He, he catches it. And he goes, oh, and then he starts hopping. He's got happy feet. Throw the ball. It's like you know, me playing second base when I was a kid. I was shocked I made the play. I, oh my god, I didn't throw. I, I didn't screw it up. Oh my god. Oh, god, he is. But he's a hitter. He's. A, I mean, because he. You know why? Because he swings and strikes. You know he's a. You know he gets. He gets a lot of walks. Once in a while, he get. He'll uh, take the marginal pitch for strike three because he he sees himself as a guy who draws walks. But he's got a four hundred on base percentage everywhere he's ever been. I would say. This is a team that could use one of those. Yeah, uh, no, they they yeah. have so they they only have three guys who get on base. Yeah, and and he's one of them, right? And yeah. and uh, Alex Kirloff is one of them, and then uh, and then Donnie Barrels is the Donnie third Barrels. One. Donnie Barrels gets on there. Donnie Barrels is what Judd and I were talking about this yesterday. There are athletes and there are hitters, and Rocco. I mean, Buxton is an athlete, and uh, you know, and they. They have their streaks and not, but the guy who can look at look for a pitch, but hit the other, but, but hit a ball if it's not the pitch he's looking for, right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Solano's one of those, Julian's one of those, and uh, you know Byron is the worst example of now who's absolutely so screwed up in his head. He's he, if he isn't actually looking for it. Then he takes it down the middle for strike three. I mean, the other day he's ahead three and zero, and he takes three pitches for three strikes. Didn't, didn't swing the bat. It, it, I mean, the the question, and I get like Max Kepler actually had a good game last night. It's funny, Max Kepler strings together like two really good games a week, and he still has a two fourteen average and a two eighty three on base. It's the weirdest thing, but mm-hmm. they're they're just waiting these guys out, right? These guys that were supposed to be the cornerstones in their prime, Kepler and and Buxton, and there's other options. I mean, Walner's up. He's just sitting around waiting to to get some time. Yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some trade back, candidates it, out there. Yeah, we'll have him DH today instead of instead of Buxton. You know, let yeah. Buxton. You know, you got him here. Let Buxton sit here and watch. You know, I mean, Byron, he, he'd understand. What do you think he's going to pout because you're benching him? He's and who cares? Be, he's he's he can't hit. Like, just you know, sorry, man. We're going to be. You. He's going to be relieved if you sit him. He's going to be relieved that he doesn't have to go out there and make an ass out of himself again. You know, so, yes. you know, that give him a day or two to contemplate life, maybe retirement. Maybe he can reach a buyout or something. You know, it's uh, 
That's a scary. That's a scary it, thought, but I don't think you're far off with something. No. Something's wrong here too. Yeah. Well, we yeah, know he has a chronic knee problem. So the question yeah, is, pro- how much is that problem. the reason why he's, you know, I don't not performing back or all when, right now. when was he ever anything approaching a great hitter? You know, I mean, he's yep. not, you know, he's, he's had streaks and, you know, the one year he was hitting 280 or something, but uh, he's, he's a, he's not a he's not a great hitter and uh he's now he's a terrible hitter because the pitching's so much better i said this the other day he needs cookies he needs that he needs you to throw him a cookie and they don't throw many cookies anymore <laughs> you know yeah that's what that was uh that was gray's problem last night he didn't want to throw any cookies so he ended up walking everybody so sometimes not, you gotta throw a cookie if i could know? make a distinction so he's He's not a. When I think of great hitters, I think what you just said, which is a, you, know, you can hit for power, you can hit the other way, you can you can mm-hmm. sit on a pitch, adjust if it's a different pitch, right? He's not that. He's a dangerous hitter, yeah. but you have but you have to throw him a cookie to be a dangerous mm-hmm. hitter. And so if you're not if he's not getting the pitches or he's not healthy enough, you know this is what mm-hmm. you're going to get. But the most ungodly statistic of all time is what is he hitting against lefties 125 or something like that. how can he not yeah, hit lefty how can weird. he not hit lefties it makes no sense it makes no sense mm-hmm. it's yeah. uh it, it I, I don't know i don't get what's going on so he's batting uh he's batting 153 this season against, against lefties, lefties with what? with a, a 333 slugging percentage he's not <laughs> So he's hit one home run against lefties, probably or two, maybe. Uh, he's hit th- uh, three home three home runs and uh, eighty four trips against lefties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you just at some point you got to say we're trying to win. You know, you got to say we're trying to win. We're gonna Byron, you're killing us. We're gonna sit you down or bat you eighth, one of the right. two. You're killing us. You know. So, but uh, I I don't know what. Why are we? Why are we afraid to hurt his feelings? He's hurting everybody else's feelings, right? Yeah. He's hit one for 31. 31 into one, blah, blah, blah. That's about 28. <laughs> He's hitting about 28, I think. He's hitting about 28 right now since July 4th. That's not good. Even Bert didn't hit 28. He was the worst hitter of all time, you know? Yeah. No, it's, they're, they're just in this weird conundrum. Like I said, they're... They're waiting on some guys to turn the corner, but how long until you just go and find other options well, internally? There's a couple guys the, out there that. Here's the other thing, guys. They call up Walner and say we have a glut of left-handed hitting outfield. Then call up somebody else if right. you aren't going to play him. If you if you have a glut of left-handed hitting outfielders, don't call up a left-handed hitting outfielder, you morons. Well, Dilly tried to say though that you know, and he he did hit, hit the late home run last night. That you know, we called up Walner. We've got a a glut of left-handed hitting outfielders, but Max Kepler's playing so well right now, we have to keep <laughs> yeah, playing. Okay, what, what, what are you talking that, about? If you're not going to if you're not going to let him play instead of Gallo or Kepler, then call up somebody else. They got they can always find a guy in the 40 man. They got some right-handed hitter over there named Williams in St. Paul who's a catcher and a third baseman and a first baseman and he's got about 16 home runs. He's a right-handed hitter. Call him up. Let him let him DH one game when Buxton strike it out or something. But are we watching the same it. Kepler? That's my question to Rocco. Are we watching the same guy? 
I don't know. They, they, I, they, you know. I think they mis- they mistake like the one you know the one game a week where he looks like he should with sustainable production. He hasn't given okay. you sustainable production in right. four years. Meanwhile, the Yankees are terrible uh, offensively right now, and uh, they're looking for corner outfielders, and they like left-handed outfielders. They don't hold out for some. You're not going to get a star for Kepler. But you can get rid of him with the Yankees right now if you want to. Yeah. Would you like? Would like? Would you rather have? And and if it's a major league for major league swap, I don't know. I haven't looked at their roster. But would you rather have Kepler, or would you rather have Walner plus a reliever that you get from the Yankees or something? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or an arm or something. Yeah. That's that's what I'm I'm getting at. Some you know some guy that the Yankees. Clark Schmidt or somebody like that, you know, who's a who's a one of their one of their pitchers, anybody, one of their minor triple A pitcher, anybody. But uh, you know, the Yankees, you know, they get beat again last night. They're they they are last place in the national in the American League East. The Yankees. They are still two games up on the Twins, but uh, yes, last. Yes, place that's right. The- yeah, but they they haven't they can't score any runs either. So I don't know. What else is what else are we upset about here, boys? Well, what's your? Uh, we're assuming you've watched all eight episodes now of uh, of Netflix quarterback. Well, I just said on Twitter I was going to watch it, and then uh, then I found out Mahomes swears a lot, and I just don't believe in being around people like that. So yeah, I can't. So I'm you, not, yeah. I'm oh, not, you, know, you know me. You know me. The f bomb just. I, I leave Turns the room when I hear an f bomb. I just. I, you just go right to church and say a prayer yes, for the person right. that say, dropped the f bomb. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you said that, Pat. I probably got to watch it here one of these days because of the Mahomes part. I can fast forward through Kirk and his yeah. family. And no, uh, Mahomes, you've heard that uh, like that. I don't know what it's called, but uh, someone like 20 years ago did uh, a narrative on the multiple versatile uses of the f word, right? <laughs> Yeah, Patrick yeah. Patrick Mahomes, very it's versatile great, user of the F word. Yes, that was Teddy. That was Ted Williams way back when. You know, he always, he, he used it in the middle of. Oh yeah, he broke he broke up words with it. He was a champion at breaking up words with it. Yes, you know, as a noun, as a verb, un- as an adjective, un- in the middle of words, unbelievable. You know, he always uh, you know he broke up, but he. be you know, it would, it would be, uh, it would just expand the spelling of a word. Was uh, that the way he was? It, it is a really, you know, some people get offended by it, but it is really a good word. It's a, yeah, it gets people fired up. You know, it, 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 it's, yeah. it's so usable. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's hey, versatile. I mentioned, this, I mentioned this to you: the serial killer in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Big Michael K fan, right? So you guys, you know, watch out. You know, you know who's not going to take take this well, Pat? The sports pope Francesa is going to come come back well, and, yeah, and, and sit like and say he he listened to me too, sir. Okay. Oh, well, well, actually, they tried to call Francesa, but he was sleeping. <laughs> the, my favorite, my favorite videos, my favorite sounds on him is when they get him snoring while his calls are being made. He's. Talk about, you know, I shouldn't talk, but uh, there's a guy who, he, how many times has he retired and then come back? Didn't and he? then he, yeah, then he launched a podcast and podcast. then came back. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, but, he, but when he was doing, he was, wasn't he doing like one o'clock to seven o'clock? Yeah. I think he yeah, was doing he, a six hour on air shift solo. Yeah. It was just him taking calls for six hours <laughs> with his diet coke. Big diet coke guy. It is amazing 
what works in New York sports talk radio, though, or what worked in it? Mad Dog, complete idiot. Never says anything that makes any sense. <laughs> Just screams and hollers. He's terrible on the baseball podcast. I don't even think he watches. Somebody gives him some notes and tells him what to say. And then Princess is nothing there, but he's, you know, just... Uh, it, it's amazing. What hey, works. Mad Dog, have you seen Mad Dog once a week? Mad Dog's, I think it's Wednesdays with Stephen A. Smith on first take for two oh, hours. Oh. And the the best is when they run out. So they'll, they'll add J.J. Redick as like a young sort of third piece to the mm-hmm. debate. And every single week when those guys are on together, Mad Dog takes whatever NBA conversation they're having and he'll twist it to say, you know, well, they all, they're not as good as the 70 Celtics or the Steel. The Hill. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He'll go back to, you know, Larry, Larry Bird this, and then J.J. Redick just, like, puts his hand. <laughs> he does the same on baseball, too. Yeah. Uh, no Kovacs. He's no Kovacs. He's no Kovacs. was much better. <laughs> it's great. He hasn't watched a full oh. baseball game in, like, You've 45. You've not seen one, one Marisol. One Marisol was the best. <laughs> yeah. Bud. Jack Bowens was pitching nine I mean, when, when, when MLB started, Bud got – Bud must have, the guy must have treated Bud great when he was out in New York or something. I had him on because Bud got him on and a, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of guys like that. He got, he got all his old buddies on, uh, on uh, MLB when they, when they first started. And, Pat, did uh, you, did you see Rob Manfred like not being able to handle the booze at the Seattle Mariner at the, with the Seattle Mariners fans at the draft uh, of last weekend or a few weekends ago? He's trying no. to wrap up. He's trying to wrap up the first round and say the next round's going to start. He's being hemorrhaged with booze, and he's literally audibly upset. Like he's pausing and he's looking around, like gr- gr- grinning his teeth. It is an amazing really? clip. Just he what is it? And they were just they were just booing him because people boo commissioners at draft, right? I mean, there's Pretty not much. any, yeah. not any, you know. Well, why does baseball bother? You know, they've already moved it now to the All Star game because they've realized that. Nobody watches the baseball draft for good reason. Why don't they just announce them? Why do they have yeah, with that 12th pick? And the, you know, just I can appreciate them trying to find a sliver of relevance mm-hmm. with with one of their rare big events. But yeah, and here's it's like... a, well, they had like two guys that actually were there to come up and put on a hat. Right, everybody else stays at home with their family. And yeah, stuff. that's the p- part of the problem. Guys yeah. don't go. Guys don't mm-hmm. give a damn. No, and the and the teams aren't there any either, right? Teams aren't there. They might have a representative, I don't know, but they're not there. So they're you know they're they're in they're in uh, they're at Target Field. So it's yeah, tough because because half of half of the first round picks are high school kids that nobody used ever to be. Uh, speaking to me and Mad Dog, it used to be they just give you a list about uh, when the day was over. These were our twelve picks, you know. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it again tomorrow. Sometimes. We're going to do it again tomorrow when we might have 50. That was when they yeah. could draft as long as you wanted to. And it was all via conference call. And I think they did cap it at 50 rounds at some point, or just like once they got to the 43rd round, they would go around the whole league. And if nobody wanted to draft anymore, then, <laughs> yeah, it, then, then it. it was yeah. over. Yeah. It stopped when it was over. Yeah. You good? You guys good? Yankees, yeah. you get over there. Okay. Yeah. Piazza went in the in like the seventieth. Sixty first was sixty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good pick. Pujols was another. Wasn't Pujols like a twenty fifth yeah. round pick? Yeah, or something? something like that. Yeah, it's a, but it's it's just just tell us, just give us the list. We don't. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. We don't know who these guys are. You know. So, but what I love though is reading. 
what some of the internet experts, the, yeah. the, uh, the uh, Rangers really got a steal in the fourth round with God. Pete Schwartz from. It's like PJ's Al- recruiting, Pat. Alabama yeah. State, you know. Yeah, no, you really? have no idea. Okay. No, no, we don't. PJ's recruiting. We, I was talking PJ this year, uh, that today was somebody earlier. That Nebraska game is the whole season, that opener, don't you think? Wow. Yeah. When you look, if you beat them, okay, you're gonna you're be you're good. Otherwise, you got to go to North Carolina, so you're two and two coming out of the non out of the early part, and then you got, you know, then you got a bunch of road games against good teams, and you got Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, you got to beat Nebraska, but luckily. This is the this is the new Nebraska, which no matter what coach they bring in, turns into a turkey. So uh, I, I wouldn't get too worried about it. They'll be favored, I would think. But uh, yeah, uh, that that that's the whole season right there. Bill's going. Night. Oh, I'll be. Oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'm going. Bill's uh, all in now. I'm going. We're going. Uh, we got season tickets for the first time in 20 years. Wow. Going to wow. enjoy, going to enjoy ourselves and go for tickets. football this season. You're going to be or in the luxury se- or area. sell seven of them. Uh, they have, and- uh, they have uh, one uh, win, I think, on the schedule. Oh, Northwestern. After yeah. this thing, oh man, I wonder how many of those guys are going to transfer. Is it too late to transfer? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, it might be. No, yeah, I think it's not. It- no, you it, see? it o- opens back up if your coach leaves. Oh, oh really? So it's okay. too late technically, but if your coach leaves, you you can now leave. Mm. Wow! Did you see that? What some assistant coach from he was here or someplace uh, that got the job today? Some uh, some guy had only been there six months as an assistant. They didn't want anybody who was mm. in on any of this stuff. So he's a uh, some guy named Braun who I never heard of as the assistant coach. Wow. Is is the new head coach there? Good luck. Yeah, have fun with and, that. And now they got Ben Crump on them. Ben, the new Jesse Jackson. Look out! You're in trouble. <laughs> got Ben there talking. So yeah, well, that's one win for the Gophers. There's a couple right. directional schools in there too. Yeah, they yes, should get a yes. few wins. So all right, Pat, we'll talk okay, to you later yes. this week. See you later. See you. All right, uh, uh, Royce and Chain presented today by our friends at Summit Orthopedics, gentlemen. If you got pain, you got back pain, ankle, neck, whatever it may be. Uh, Declan hurt himself headbanging at the Killers. Yes, I hurt myself being an idiot with dumbbells. You can get in. No referrals needed. Same-day appointments at Summit Orthopedics, one of the 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com, summitortho.com.